Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Brittany Scully about her welcome reception at Splitsville in downtown Disney. This is a newer option, a newer restaurant, and it sounds like a whole lot of fun, so I thought you'd like to hear how it turned out. Welcome, Brittany. Hello. <laughs> well, thanks so much for sharing your experience on this show. I think this is going to be great because this is such a new option that a lot of people might not know about it or they might be curious about the pricing and what you get. So I appreciate your coming on the show. You're welcome. Anytime. <laughs> so first of all, how did you decide to have a welcome party, period? You know, it's kind of an optional thing to have a party for your guests since you're already paying for the reception, but it can be a really nice way to thank them for coming. Usually the tradition where I'm from, they don't have welcome parties, but since me and my now husband, we decided that we wanted to welcome everybody, kind of break the ice for our whole guests, so the wedding day won't be such weird and everybody will get up dancing. So we wanted to do something fun and something not to easily break the bank. Right, right. Okay, so then how did you decide on Splitsville? We go to Disney every year, sometimes twice a year, and it was a new thing. And back at home, we always um, go bowling, and we always have competitions within the families. So we thought it would be a good idea, something fun, something exciting, something that nobody has to worry about stressing out or doing anything, I guess, proper. (laughs) (laughs) That's cool, and that's neat that you had a connection to an activity your family already liked to do. Yeah, leading up to it, we um we would sit there. My dad would send us pictures of them bowling and their scores and everything. So once we got to the welcome party, it was a competition. <laughs> That's great. How many guests came to the party? Originally to the wedding, we had 70 total people. To the welcome party, around 60. We didn't do a full count. Everybody who came to the wedding was invited, and I actually invited a few more friends like a, a lot of my disbride friends. So it was just a, a fun event, if you ask me. <laughs> <laughs> so what was the cost for something like that, and what do you get for your money? The cost, that's probably not the funnest thing to talk about. But before we officially decided this, me and my mom went round and round with the um, Splitsville manager because they tried, they wanted us to get like a catered event. And we didn't want to do a cater event because it probably would have been around $5,000 if we did a cater event. And you know how when you have buffets at wedding, not everybody eats the amount of food for the money you're paying. So it took us it took us a while to um, negotiate with them. And we got it down to where we end up getting four lanes, which eight people can go per lane. We got it for two hours. And then we also blocked off the two pool tables they had for two hours. 
And after all that is set aside, we had to meet a thousand dollar deductible in food and beverage, which so that counted. Whereas we had two servers, two waitresses or whatever, and they was with our party. So they kept up the tickets and our I guess you could say it was an event where you pay for your own food and your own beer, wine, alcohol, drinks, whatever you want to call it. So we had to meet that $1,000 deductible within two hours. And if we didn't, we would have to pay the, the gap that was subtracted from it. So if you only spent $800, you would have to pay $200 yes. or whatever. And so your guests, they paid their own way, but as long as everybody paid enough to meet that, you were fine? Yeah, they pay their own food and alcohol. We paid for the lanes, the pool tables, and the shoes. It was $1,842.42. And for us to reserve that, we had to have 50% down as the deposit. And then the rest of it was due um, the day of. Interesting. Well, it sounds like you did a great job bargaining them down. How did you let your guests know that it was, you know, that you were paying for part of it, they had to pay for their food? Because I know that can really be tricky for brides. Yeah, we, in my original invites, we um, put a little slot for the welcome party and we just said that we were providing the lanes, the shoes and the pool tables and we just told them to come hungry. And then like my mom and I would tell our family that don't eat, come so we can meet our requirements. It's kind of word of mouth too. (laughs) That's great. So can you give my listeners an overview of how the event went? Sure. Pretty much, somebody had to be there about 15, 20 minutes before the event, which was my mom. She got there before everybody else did because Sean and I took pictures with Regina before. And pretty much, they had a person at the bottom of the stairs because we were at the second story. And they just told them to go up and, or some of our guests just text us and we told them where we was at. We pretty much had almost the whole second floor. It was like, we was like in the corner where the bar was. It was that whole section we had to ourselves. So it was really nice. Once most guests started showing up, everybody got onto lanes because it was kind of a first come first serve since there was only eight, eight people to a lane and we only had four. So whoever came first, got to play first, and then everybody took turns, and while we was playing bowling somewhere at the pool tables, Regina was taking pictures throughout the whole event, and we ordered food and played around. It was just a nice, relaxing time before the big day the next day. That sounds great. Now, what kind of feedback did you get from your guests on the party? Oh, they loved it. I think they liked that more than the wedding. (laughs) bad to say but I think everybody just had a good time it was a good relaxing event where they had like music going and everybody was enjoying each other's company it me and Sean just moved out of state so it was nice to see everybody and actually get a visit with them that's cool do you have any tips for other brides and grooms who might be considering this option it may not be the cheapest way out but if you try your hardest to bargain with them I think they'll work with you Me and Sean kind of went off and on about it because we didn't want to spend the money since we were paying it ourselves. But I have to say that probably was the best decision we made. It was so much fun, and we have so many memories from it. And I have to say the food was delicious. I love their sushi and their pizza. It was so good. (laughs) We would definitely go back. Oh, that's a good review, too. (laughs) That sounds like it was a really great option for you guys. 
Where can my listeners go to see photos or learn more about your party? Really, I'm not a, I guess you could say, blogger. <laughs> but most of them are on my Facebook. I'm, I'm trying to work with them, putting them on the disc brides and all that. But it's taking me a little bit longer than it should. But that's pretty much where they'd probably be at because I'm more of a Facebook person than anything else. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Well, Brittany, thanks so much for being on the show. I think this is a really great option, a new option, and one that people might not know about. And it sounds like it's a great alternative to a traditional welcome party. So thanks for sharing your story. You're welcome. Thank you. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com.